0: You're listening to Day 30 of A Little Bit of Heaven, a special study from North Richland Hills Baptist and Cross Church focusing on the Christian hope for this life and the life to come. Here's Pastor Scott Mays. How should we respond when a believer dies? When death comes to take away someone we love, we all grieve. When a believer dies, though, our grief is mixed together with hope. Our loved ones are not truly lost when they are a believer in Jesus Christ. After all, we know where they are and we will see them again. As Randy Alcorn has said in his writings, we have not lost anyone who's a believer, but we've only lost contact with them. Now nothing can truly compare you and I for what's to come when we are believers in Jesus Christ. Give me a moment here to go to 2 Corinthians to whet your appetite for eternity. Here Paul writes, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comprehension. When Paul writes those words, an eternal weight of glory, he uses an adjective that I want us all to get to know. Translated beyond all comparison, he's writing using an adjective that would be pronounced in English, he He this word is used when making comparisons. It's the very same word Paul uses in Ephesians 2, 7 when he speaks of God's grace in the future. He says, in the coming ages, God might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Now, in 2 Corinthians four seventeen, God's grace is that same word, immeasurable, only this is his glory. Paul says, when comparing the present challenges of our lives, our Christian lives, the sheer amount of future glory that awaits all followers of Jesus Christ cannot be compared, and that word, he parabole, is not used once, but twice. The glory that awaits us at our death is beyond all comparison, all measure. We don't have a yardstick to measure it by. We don't have a set of scales to weigh the glory that God has prepared for his children we do not have words and better yet the bible says it is eternal glory when a tombstone is weathered several centuries from now we may not be able to read the words on that tombstone but your glory as a believer will not be diminished paul writes i consider that the present sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that's to be revealed to us now When we think about how should we respond when a believer dies, remember Job's life with me for a minute. Many of you know the story of how much this Old Testament figure suffered. But have you ever noticed, when you think about Job's children, that God gave him twice as much of everything except children? That is, before and after his suffering. Before his suffering and after his suffering, God gave him twice as much gold, twice as much livestock, double the property, double everything except children. The Bible says he had seven sons and three daughters who died during this season of suffering, and then when Job recovered, he again was given seven sons, three daughters. But why wasn't he given 14 sons and six daughters when he was given double of everything else? And the answer is... God regarded each of his seven sons and three daughters who have died as still alive. Yes, they may have been dead to Job's eye, but they were still visible to Job's faith. He had 14 sons and six daughters after all, seven of which, ten of which I should say, relocated to heaven. To help us think this whole idea, think of your children falling asleep upstairs. When they fall asleep upstairs, we're not anxious or worried that a child climbs the stairs at night, and we certainly don't cry. Why? Because we know we've not lost them, but we will see them again in the morning, right? This is exactly how it'll be when we've lost contact with those who believe in Jesus Christ. We will see them in the morning.